Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Does this sound familiar? You've worked really, really hard. You've done your best to be a good person in the eyes of what others expected you. You've sacrificed yourself for others. You've exhausted yourself, and you still haven't gotten the life you really, really want, and you can't figure out why. Well, here's the thing, my friend. What got you here, no matter how successful you are, is not going to get you to that next level. And the key to truly unlocking the life you want comes down to your mindset. And today in this show, I'm going to talk about the mindset. And yes, I've been talking about this for over 10 years. I've had Carol Dweck come on and talk about her book mindset and growth and fix mindset. I've talked with countless other guests on my show. I've done mini sods and deep dives, and I'm going to be here to talk about it some more because here's the thing. It's so simple, yet we can so discount it as we have resistance to thinking and understanding that yes, your mindset can be the obstacle of getting the life you truly want. Here's the thing. We are story-making creatures. Our brain is hardwired for story. So story, thoughts, mindsets, belief, they're all the same thing. They just have different labels. But we love story. And that's why if I just were to tell you facts, it would be disengaging. But we love to hear story. We learn through story. We learn from other people's experiences. We learn from our own experiences. And when we go through something, we are creating our own stories. For instance, when I was a kid, there was a lot of, uh, there was alcoholism. There was, uh, we were poor. Um, I be- and I created a story in my head. Nobody ever told me this, but I said, we must be a loser. I must be a loser who grew up on loser street because this is happening to us. I created a story to fill the void because our brains do not like voids. They like to have a story there, whether the story is true or not. It doesn't matter. We are story making creatures and that becomes so important to know because the stories you tell yourself will then create the results in your life. And Carol Dweck has spent a lifetime of research proving this. I'm really uncovering it and now proving it. And she's, it's becoming more and more profound. Understanding that we are story-making creatures. And then you may say, but I tell myself I'm a loser and it feels true. I really believe it. It's absolutely true. And you're right, because we get a dopamine hit. Our brain rewards us because we felt the void, not because we've discovered the truth. And that's something that's really, really important to understand is that dopamine hit. It goes boing and we're like, oh, yes, I'm a loser. That's why all this stuff has happened to me or I'm not worthy. And that's why all this has happened to me. And it's not because 
what we said was true, it's because we filled the void. That is so important to understand because our brains don't understand what is a lie and what is a truth. Just here's a story, done, move on. It's really important to check in with those stories because those stories will lead us to what we focus on. If we say I'm a loser, then your brain starts to look for evidence to fuel that story. Think about it. If I were to say, look around in your room for something that's red, you might start to find red things that you didn't know about. We recently did this uh, experiment with a group of girlfriends and we had this exercise where we had to buy, find butterflies. Well, this is January in Davis, California. I, who would think that I would see a butterfly? And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be really hard to find a butterfly. And I had to let go of that thought of it's going to be really hard to find a butterfly. And I went to go grab some cards that I had because I was going to send somebody a card. And I went through and all of a sudden the third card in had all these butterflies. And the funny thing was I was planning on sending a different card because I didn't even realize I had this, but I went, no, I want to send this one. And the moment I looked up, I have a lamp on my desk and there's a butterfly that hangs down that a client gave me years ago that hangs there. And so here I had the story that I can't see any butterflies. I'm not going to be able to see any butterflies in Davis in the gray of winter. And I didn't see it. And then when I said, okay, I've got to let go of that belief, I started to see butterflies. And that's why focus is so important because often what we're looking for is right in front of us. But if we don't believe it, we're not going to be able to see it. So the focus that our mindset creates helps us create the results that we want. Does this sound like your head inside of your head? I'm not worth it. I'm selfish to want what I want. I don't have the evidence that I can really have what I want. I can't do anything anyways, so why bother? I don't get anything done. So how will I get what I want when I don't do anything to move me there? I don't honor commitments to myself. I'm a loser. Do those stories resonate with you? How often are they repeating over and over and over in your brain? We have 60,000 thoughts that go through our head every day and 59,000 aren't really any new thoughts. They're the same old crappy stories and we've attached to them. The problem with those stories, it creates a mindset where then we have these feelings of shame, frustration, sadness. And one of the things that I talk about so often on the show is it is so hard to grow something great from that. Because if we put our feeling state, those crappy feelings of shame, frustration, or sadness as where we're going to grow a garden, it's toxic soil. So you can work really, really, really hard. And sure, you can get a crop of vegetables to grow. And you've worked really, really hard and you have the pain and the sweat and the tears and the cuts and the bruises from growing and working in this really difficult soil to grow stuff. But it's exhausting. And that's maybe where you are right now because you've had this mindset that tells you all the time, oh, you can't really have what you want. Who do you think you are? You're just a loser. Oh yeah, that just happened. You were just lucky, but it's not going to keep continuing. You're going to lose it soon enough. And it's that self-defeating voice that's in the back of your head. Here's the thing. We all have it. 
It's not that somebody who's famous or more successful doesn't have it. They just don't attach to it. They pay attention and go, oh, there's that voice again. But it doesn't mean it's true. And then at some point, that voice can dissipate. It doesn't ever permanently go away because as you evolve to the next version of yourself in your life, and as you go after a goal, those voices like to come back to visit, to keep you small, to keep you what my clients like to say is safe. So this mindset thing, when we sit there and we indulge in these stories over and over, and we have these feelings of shame, frustration, or sadness, what happens? We don't move forward. We stay small. So then what happens in the results that we create? We don't get what we want. And that's why it's so important that we really get clear on what are the stories? What is our mindset like? What is rumbling up in this brain of ours that's so powerful that can show me butterflies or not show me butterflies? Because I had a belief at one point that the only way I'd see butterflies is if it was alive and moving. And I never saw butterflies alive and moving. And one of my girlfriends in her office, there's a butterfly up on her wall. And she said, oh my gosh, it's always there. Or another girlfriend on her vision board in her closet, because she said, this is going to be really, we all have this resistance. This is going to be really hard. It's January. Why would we do this experiment in January? We had our resistance because we're kind of struggling with our own. We want to be right. It's perfectionism. We want to do it right. We want to get the right answer. We want to have the right experiments. That's the old programming we have in our brain. And she realized in her closet above her ironing board is her vision board with a ton of butterflies. It was right there every day. She just had to look for it, but she couldn't look for it until she changed her mindset. And that is so powerful to understand your mindset. What are the stories you're telling yourself? What are the stories you're attached to? And where you you focus your brain on, it's going to find that evidence to continue to fuel the story. So it's a downward spiral and it's going to limit you. So how often do you say, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know can feel the despair and the frustration, right? I have this client that I just adore and she's smart. She's really, really hardworking and she creates a lot of unnecessary pain for herself. Can you figure out why? She indulges in the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my next chapter should be. I don't know. I don't know. How come I don't know? I don't know. She says it all the time. I finally had to ask her to stop. Stop saying, I don't know, because here's the thing. When you say, I don't know, you tell your subconscious to close the door. Don't even figure it out. You can give up because you don't know. Instead of coming from a place of curiosity and saying, huh, if I did know, what would it be? And letting go of that cloaking of perfection. I must have the right answer. I must do it the right way. I must do it without any lack of productivity or efficiency. That's all perfection. And perfection is the birthplace of shame. Here's the thing. We will always have shame. I say that over and over. Brene Brown has come on the show and said that we will all have shame. It's not a matter matter of not having it. It's a matter of being able to understand it, recognize it, and move through it. Shame's not a bad thing. It's more of our fear of shame and attachment to these stories that are really not the truth. So you can feel 
the feelings and then move through it. So instead of saying, I don't know, we want to say, hmm, if I did know, what would it be? And come from a place of curiosity and give yourself the permission to brainstorm. Give yourself permission to not have the right answer. Go test it out. Go experiment. That's what we want. Because then we're going to figure it out instead of the, I don't know, which is a block and it's a, it's the, our subconscious slamming the door. And that is what like Carol Dweck will say is a fixed mindset. You can't see the possibilities. You can't see the alternatives to your circumstances. You believe it is the way it is. And that is all you become to feel disempowered and that you have no choice and life is just happening to you instead of you being a deliberate creator in your life. Because when you really commit to something and you want something and you believe it can happen, aren't you looking for all the ways that you can make it work? And when an obstacle comes, it's like, oh, how do I figure out this problem? How do I solve it? How do I move through this? Okay, this is another issue that comes up, but this is going to happen, right? When we are, when our back is against the wall or when we are committed to doing something and making sure it comes about, we're going to hit obstacles and we're going to fall down and we're going to get back up and we're going to say, okay, this is figure outable. What else can I do? In really pursuing it and getting to the other side. And this client who's going to have surgery, and about a month ago, she was talking about uh, boundaries and who did she want to have in the surgery room or not in the surgery room, but in the waiting room, I guess in her room when she was done. And there were certain people she did not want. And I'm not going to go into that here. And so I said, okay, well, why don't you just share that information? And she had such resistance. She's like, oh, I, I, I'm not ready yet. Like she knew she was really clear about who she wanted in that space and who she didn't. But she was so afraid to put up a boundary because she has a story that people will leave her. And that was so painful that she didn't want to take action. Well, today when I was coaching her, she's going in for surgery next week. And she said, you know, I've told the people it's all good. They understand and, and that's okay because this is what I need. And, and this is great. And there's so much freedom and she feels really, really good and feels confident because she's been able to do that. But she had resistance at first and there was fear about doing this. But when she got really, really clear about, okay, wait, what is it I want? I need to ask for what I want. It's okay to ask for what I want. And she kept focusing on that. She kept distilling the message over and over and over to the people figuring out ways of how how can she get the support that she needs and also have the boundaries up so that she can heal herself. And that came from her mindset. It came from being really aware of the stories, knowing her old story of people leave me, and then understanding that that wasn't necessarily true. And the right people will show up. Some people will have the capacity to deal with her and her surgery. And some people may not. And it actually doesn't mean that they don't love her. It just is about their capacity of being able to walk through this experience. And she wants the people that can walk through with her. So that's why this mindset stuff is so important because there's so much noise that's happening in our head and you may not even realize it's there. When my clients first start to work with me, they're like, oh my gosh, there's all these thoughts in my head. It's like an awakening that happens. And at first it can feel painful, but then what happens is they practice this more and more. They get confident. They're like, I feel in control of my life. I can choose what I want to believe. 
this is what I can create. And it becomes such an empowering state. So if you want to create belonging, if you want to create connection, if you want to pursue a job that you want, if you want to make more money, right? It comes down to your mindset. What are the stories you're going to tell yourself? And remember, I'm a person who loved, I loved to indulge in the drama. Man, I was so good. I pitched that tent and I built that campfire and I fondled my stories about how I was wronged and how I was screwed and woe is me because I thought victimhood was my pathway to get me where I wanted to go. I didn't know it was my mindset. And it realized that that victimhood, that story fondling was keeping me stuck in the swampland in this campfire I had built. And I was exhausting the people in my lives. They would come in, they'd sit down, they were really good people who cared about me. And I would exhaust them because I just go over every detail, everything over and over and over about the past. And I was stuck. And at some point they would crawl out of the in the swampland away from the campfire because they couldn't do it anymore. There's the next person. I'd grab onto them. They would sit there and I just lived in the swampland and it wasn't pleasant to live in the swampland, but I did it. I was like, I'm working really, really hard though. See, something good's going to happen. But it wasn't until I started changing my mindset. How was I looking at stuff? Did I want to be a victim in my life? Did I want to have a woe is me story? Or as Carol Dweck says in her book, Mindset, the stories that you think or the thoughts that you think can create the results in your life. That sounds so simple. Really? I can just think it and it will happen? Well, there's work you have to do. And there's you know, practices and you showing up in your life. So it's not just, oh, I'm going to think I'm going to have $10 million and it's going to come. There may be some laws of attraction people that will uh, argue with me about this, but I'm a little bit more pragmatic about it than that. So that's where I am right now in my own personal development. But what I do know is you want to focus on what it is you want to create. Years ago, I had this little girl who was I think she's like nine years old and we play this game at swim practice. I, I'm not, I, I always tell the kids I hate Friday fun day and um, it's my little shtick, but uh, we play this game called rat rabbit raccoon and it's a, it's a reactionary game and you call out that rat rabbit raccoon and that means how they enter into the water. It can be either a cannonball or it can be a pencil jump so nice and tight or they don't go. And this one girl was losing and she's like, oh, I'm never going to win. And I'm always going to lose. And I'm always the last person. And I said, oh my gosh, what if you just said, changed it to, I can do this. I can do this. Something like that. Next thing you know, and this is why it's so fantastic to work with kids. Like she won the next game, right? And she just changed her mindset. That's the only thing that happened is she went from having a pity party to herself to changing her story. And then her engagement was there. She was much more reactionary and she was able to win the game. So I invite you to play with this. Don't just trust me on this. Go and play with this and see what happens when you have that pity party. What are the results? And when you are empowered and confident and you're telling yourself the story that is true, I am worthy. Your worthiness has nothing to do with your success or not. But being worthy, like I'm worthy. Stop. Let's stop arguing about whether we're worthy cultivating an opinion of yourself where you like yourself, cultivating, you know, right now I'm figuring out what I want to do in my next chapter instead of saying, I don't know. Notice the different energy that I bring about and it's not even my story. So this mindset is key to unlocking the life you truly want. 
You can work really, really hard. But when you change your mindset to one that's empowering, one that's a growth mindset, it's like growing things in a healthy soil where then you're cultivating, you spend some time and you're watering it and you're nurturing it, but there's not a whole lot of energy. You show up, you do the work, it grows and it's vibrant. And I always laugh whenever I tell about gardening stories because I have no idea what's in our gardens until it comes into the kitchen. People always ask me and I always say, that's my husband's thing, but I'm always looking outside the window as I watch the garden grow and thrive. And he's like, he's very proud. He says, look, I have an organic garden. I'm not putting all those pesticides in it. And it's very vibrant. And what we want to grow in our lives is vibrancy. We want connection, belonging. We want a great opinion of ourselves, to like ourselves, to love ourselves, and not have to be hustling for our worthiness, but really like ourselves and say, okay, this is what's happening in being hopeful about our future, that I can have what I want. This is the life I want to go after. And I'm willing to be brave and go after it. Asking my client who asked for what she wanted as she goes into the surgery was not easy. This is something that she's worked really, really hard at because she's not one to ask but she's gotten really clear about what is it that she wants and to be on the side of it and see the people that show up and have the connection and the belonging that she's having has been a huge gift. And it's so fulfilling because she's being really true to herself. And to like yourself is such a phenomenal gift because then you can really show up in your life. So really look at, do you have disempowering stories that you're allowing to sit around the campfire and your story fondling, and you've created prison walls, and you just don't believe there's a better place to live than the swampland. Really, aren't you ready to leave the swampland? And let's go and live that vibrant life and go play out in the fields and fall down and get back up and go after what you want. Again, going after what you want can be being at your natural weight. It can be creating relationships that you want. It could be stepping into a leadership role at work. It could be making more money. It could be having the freedom to have the weekend off and not work because you want to spend time doing other things. So it's about you evolving to that next level of yourself and not from a place of scarcity or shame or, oh my gosh, I have to work so hard and there's no more time to work and all of that. But really, from a place where you have vibrancy and energy in your life and you just feel good about yourself and you're empowered and you're confident and you like who you are. That's where you can create so much goodness in your life and truly develop the life that you want. Understanding that we all have blocks in our lives. We all have negative mindsets and the root cause is the stories that we attach to. Because again, we have 60,000 thoughts a day that go through our brain, 60,000. It can be part of your conditioning and your cultural programming. It can be what you learned on television. I mean, how many of you have compared your life to television show? I was fantastic at doing that, especially comparing my life against the television show Brady Bunch. So how many of you are doing that and then creating this pity party for yourself instead of focusing on, okay, what is it that I want to create? What is it that I want to believe? What am I willing to commit to? While the outside world may not realize how you talk to yourself or what your low level opinion of yourself truly is, you know, and those, my friend, are the obstacles in your way of unlocking the life you truly want. So I invite you 
unpack those stories, figure out what's true and what's not. It's never about lying to yourself. If you are, say, a messy person, then you own it. I'm a messy person, right? My closet's a mess, whatever the story may be. And do I want the space to be this way? And what's the vision I have for the space? And what small things can I do to start creating in that direction? I think it's really important to start with small steps. I often say small hinges can move big doors. Remember, go to the root cause because it's always the stories we tell ourselves that then drive our feeling state. And notice that and think about what kind of feeling state do you want to be in? Do you want to be confident, compassionate, curious? And when you're in those places, what happens in your life? I'm so excited for you to go and play with this and experiment because the key to unlocking the life you truly want is your mindset. A big shout out to our community here at How She Really Does It. You guys, my heart is so full. The last couple of weeks, I sent out in our newsletter a link because I wanted to get to know you. You guys know a lot about me and I realize I'm the friend in your head to many of you. There's so much you know about me and I've had clients come to me and say, Corinne, you don't understand. This relationship that we've had is much longer than this coaching relationship. I've been listening to you for six months, a year, and they really feel like they know me and I want to know about you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for filling out that form so I get to know you because that's really important to me. Now, the one thing I heard from many of you is you want to feel confident and you want to like yourself. And you've been trying and trying to incorporate the mindset practice that I've talked about in the show, both in mini-sodes and in the deep dive. And you're struggling with it. And you've come to the right place, my friend. Because while I've done a lot of shows and mini-sodes and deep dives and interviews about mindset and confidence and self-love, there's still so much drama around about how do I do it? How? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Corinne's talking about this in a deep dive. I did the whole mindset, the whole mindset practice in a deep dive. And I will link that in the show notes so you can do it. Or maybe you're like me. It's like, oh yeah, I'll get to that later. I'm a really busy person. And when I really do stuff is either when I have a deadline or when I actually sign up for the class to go to, like my back class. I go there and I do the exercises there versus doing it at home because I have all the equipment at home, but I'd rather have somebody tell me, no, you're quarter inch off this way. And I want that feedback and I want that space that I can dedicate towards that. So maybe that's what you're like, and maybe that's what you need. And the fantastic news is, is that I'm creating a mindset workshop. It's one class, it's 90 minutes, and I'm gonna send out the information to those who are signed up for my newsletter. So make sure you're signed up if you wanna find out more about it. It's 90 minutes, one time, and I typically don't do this kind of one-off work. My clients, I partner with them for a year, and my private coaching practice is full with a wait list of people waiting to get, to work with me, whether it's in privately or in my upcoming Enough Coaching Group program. But maybe you're not ready for a year-long commitment, and that's okay, because this is a 90-minute workshop, you, me, and a small group of people, where we're going to do the mindset practice. I am going to teach you this tool that will change your life 
and you can easily incorporate into your life. I mean, that's what we want to do. We don't want something that's so hard that, well, the only way to make it work is to do it perfectly. No, it's about incorporating it so that you live it and then it becomes in your bones. Sign up for my newsletter if you're not signed up so you can find out information about this mindset workshop that's coming up soon. It's 90 minutes. That's it. That's your commitment. You, me, and a small group of people for 90 minutes where we're going to bring this tool to life and you can ask me questions about it and we're going to do the work right there. Thank you so much for listening. I'm smiling big for you.